0: This episode is sponsored by CoolShows.Life and Dead Sure, who you're listening to right now. CoolShows.Life is an independent DIY calendar for the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania tri-state area. If you play, book, tour, or just go to shows in the region, check it out and consider helping out by submitting shows you're involved in. The site plans to host show photos, new releases, past shows, and reviews in the future. Check it out at CoolShows.Life.com on Instagram or by typing coolshows.life into your web browser. Hello and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Edie Quinn, and we have a great show for you today. Before we get started, though, I'd like to remind you about the Patreon page at patreon.com slash human machine, where you can go to check out music sneak peeks, comics, zines, and much more. Patreon.com slash human machine. And now, I'd like to play something for you. You're hearing There Is Hope Yet by Katie, featuring my pal Tom Burkett on bass and vocals. The song comes from their debut album, Forged From The Sun, which you can find on Bandcamp now.
1: The worst song that I remember sticking out of my head at least a little bit, as in something like, oh, oh this is pretty cool, was um, Teen Spirit by Nirvana. But I heard on a... It was like a TV show in the UK called Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Um, I remember my dad watching that when I was like when I, 10, maybe. Maybe younger than that. Um, hearing this weird little riff, and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And uh, then that kind of stuck in my head, and that's how I that band, but I must have like heard songs before then, I just can't remember you know uh uh some weird you know pop music, and yeah, stuff like that, but yeah, I don't remember so did
0: your dad listen to cool music or was that is it just random uh, that that was on that show?
1: it was random it was on that show um okay. but uh I mean that show's been going for for a long time um but he listens to. A classic like dad rock, mm. like um Steely Dan, um Fleetwood Mac, um XTC um <coughs> I think one Humble Pie, was it Peter Frampton was in that? Um, yeah, he's yeah. always been like a a kid he's a he was a part time hippie, he says, in like, about <laughs> the end of the sixties and seventies. Um and then he's, uh, he's kind of stuck around with that. Like he plays in a band still, um, a cover band called The Rock Doctors. So right. so check him out. Um, the
0: doctor is in? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Doctor's orders, listen to rock. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, he, so he plays bass. And uh, yeah, he's, um, I guess, where a lot of like, musical ideas came from when I was younger musical like the idea of, of playing in bands and stuff like that mm-hmm.
0: were you allowed to go to like gigs or whatever
1: like his gigs yeah yeah i remember going once like he's, he's always played in he used to have originals bands when he was younger but obviously you know uh i guess they weren't very good and no one cared <laughs> about it too much So when he got older he started playing in cover bands that's when i was like you know i remember going to one uh he played in a band called red um, and I remember going to like watch them set up and, and sound check and but it was usually like you know functions and things like that, so it' would be people's birthdays, weddings, that kind of thing, so it wasn't like usually the kind of stuff I could go along to yeah. um but i see when you know more recently, I've seen him playing a few pubs and stuff like that um well, at least you know when i was, when I was a bit older, I could actually go to pubs um but yeah, it was cool, yeah
0: did um like when you wanted to play music was the so it was just like all encouragement or was it like
1: oh no, yeah for sure super encouraging like yeah. um um especially because like I, I wanted to play drums at first um you know when i was like maybe 11 12 something like that you know started getting into into rock music um I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" Drums would be the, the most fun one. But then, uh, he was a bass player, as I said. So he was like, "Well, why don't you have some bass lessons and or some guitar lessons and see how you feel about that?" Before I start spending loads of money on a drum kit for you or something. Um, so yeah, but yeah, super encouraging. Like he's super proud of like, all the stuff we do with KD and stuff like that. So he's always um, always asking about it and and. Thinking back to to how it could have been that for him if he'd have uh, tried a bit harder maybe, yeah. or uh, yeah, you know, different times.
0: You too could be sleeping on floors in uh, Toronto, Ontario.
1: Exactly. For two yeah, you, no. yeah, so you, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
1: you could be drinking six thousand beers and spending all your money on on that in in Canada. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. It's it's weird. Like I. Mm, my, my dad also played uh, guitar and played in lots of cover bands and, like, all this whole thing. Like, I, my dad always was, my dad was a real, like, like, I just need one person to hear this song, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. kind of, you know, and um, like, it was, it, even when I was like, like even before I should have known better, I was like, this is bullshit. Like that, you know, like that, like you might as well win the lottery. Like, you know, I I knew what kind of pipe dream that that was, you know, and he should have known too because he's a plumber and he knows about pipes. But like, (laughs) right. So, um, but it's just, it's funny because like he has like never, it's why it's weird. It's like okay, the, his his best friend growing up, and like and like and more than occasional like band mem- member that whatever yep. band he was in, like the dude recorded that like Breeders album that Cannonballs on. Like the dude okay. was like a big like he was a like known engineer in. Ohio and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I, my dad only ever recorded like one song, you know? And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like chat with my dad like that often. And like, our relationship was like really not good, like mostly growing yeah, up yeah. and stuff. And we kind of like had to come to like, like, he tried to make amends with me and he was there for me when like a lot of people weren't. So like, you know it went a long way but yep. still like he's ne- he's like never been like encouraging or it, like or like um like interested even like in yeah. band stuff like when i was staying with him for a little while like he did he like cuz i had just gotten like all my gear ripped off he like loaned me gear and he he did he did like, long story short. But like, when I was a kid, I was promised this guitar when I was like sixteen. But our house got robbed, so I never yeah. got it. So then later, yeah, I think
1: you mentioned this story to me before. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably in in, in, in it, tour story, you know, in the van. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so like he, when I was living with him later, and he had this like guitar that that he liked, but I really liked it. And I had yeah. just gotten all my gear ripped off, and he gave me this
1: guitar, and it was, and it was like. And this yeah. wasn't this wasn't the one he promised to you when you were younger, right? No, because that is... one
0: was stolen. Like yeah, 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 before yeah. I ever, it was stolen when I was like ten, and I was supposed to get it when I was like sixteen, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, he did. He did give me this other guitar, and it's like, but like, you know, like he, he's never been like oh, you know, I saw you just went on a tour or I saw you just released another record. Like, he's, like, literally never, and it's weird. It's, like, yeah, yeah, are you just mad because, like, you know, like, you didn't get to do any, like, you know, you, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things definitely, like, when I was growing up, I heard it a lot, like, that it was our fault that he wasn't, like, a
1: rock star and stuff. <laughs> it's like... Damn kids getting in the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I... You know, I I did not have anything to do with my own birth or <laughs> yep. the births of my brothers, you know? I had nothing yeah, yeah, to do Yeah, exactly, that's right? It. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you know, fun times starting it... We're starting it off right with uh, this... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had you had a great story. You're like, yes, my dad is very supportive. I'm like, let me oh, tell you it. something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do not mean to rub it in or anything? But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, that's awesome. And I, I thought I remembered you saying like that, like you had gotten like one of what? Like, was it the grabber? Did your dad give you the grabber?
1: Yeah. He, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we, we we yeah we um we made a deal basically that if I uh, did enough chores and enough, uh, um, helping around the house basically that he would, uh, treat me for my 18th birthday. Um, so we went to, it, it wasn't like a specific base we were going for, but I remember there's a, there's a street in London called Denmark street, which is like famous having loads of music stores on it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually I think most of them are closed down now, but, uh, like, yeah, since like the, you know, the sixties until like the two thousands, basically that street had like so many music stores on it. Um, and I had before this had like this like real cheap Ibanez bass that I've still got and st- actually it still sounds great, but um I was like i think you know i'm I'm at the point where I need a a, a serious instrument right i'm I'm feeling like um I deserve it i've uh have um started playing in bands and things like that, you know playing some shows and I thought like uh maybe i'll uh, you know for a birthday present do some chores, maybe I'll get treated to a instrument so yeah, we went up to the music stores and um was looking through like the usual stuff, you know, Mexican Fender P basses and things like that, which I wanted at first. Mm -hmm. And then like in a dusty corner, like hidden behind like piles of boxes and old amps and stuff. There was this, I could see the headstock of the, of the Ripper. I was like, yes, let's play that one. I like played it in the music store. And I was like, to be honest, i could be playing anything right now it all kind of you know you play something like that and you're like well it sounds like a place to me so i was like well cool i'll uh i'll take it and um yeah it was like super super good deal like 400, 400 pound so um
0: yeah, yeah and you got that. you didn't know until like way later that you're like wait this is kind of like this is sort of a rarity I mean, yeah, yeah yeah like, I mean, well
1: i knew it was a rep i knew it was a rare bass like yeah. but i remember like um a few of like there's a uh, the bassist from um uh darkest hour had one oh. um and i used to really love that band when i was younger um in fact i still love that band um but yeah and i remember like that was like i thought it was a really cool bass and uh so yeah like i said it, it could have sounded like shit. I uh, could have played like shit, but I, I kind of had my heart set on it as soon as I saw it in the store. So, um, yeah, that's what uh, that's where it came from.
0: Yeah, didn't you play Can't that get. Ibanez on the like on the tours we went with you? Like, cause 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 we were tuned in like standard.
1: No, uh, no. For no? the first tour, I borrowed my my dad's uh, uh, music man uh, base for the first one we did when we played at, um, Mr. Stars.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: And for the other one, uh the one we did. Uh, we played Seymour. I borrowed uh, Rory's, so Rory um, uh Mexican jazz bass.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking. like. Why it,
1: it, 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 one of the recordings I did, well, we, we did, um, I think it was the... Dre Affen? Maybe the Dre and split. I think I recorded it with that.
0: Okay. Yeah, cause you, the on the uh, split with Avero in them, that's definitely the grabber, or is it is it it's a ripper?
1: Uh, it's a ripper, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I I don't know why for this whole this whole uh, time I thought it was one of those grabbers. Are they do they look similar? Or am I just like? Yeah,
1: they look they look pretty much exactly the same. Oh, but okay. I think The only difference is like the um okay. uh the the grabber has different pickup configuration and like a pointed headstock. Oh, okay. And the ripper has like a like a. Uh, book-style headstock, and, like, fixed pickups.
0: Uh, I think uh, the bass player from Anodes used to have a grabber. And, I, and I'm just, like, I'm seeing, like, <laughs> basic shape of the body, and I'm just, like, putting both the names together. But
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean...
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, have you ever had anybody tell you that, that they find that bass challenging to mix?
1: To what? Sorry, mix? Yeah. Um... Not told it, but I've uh, to be honest, uh, I think it needs a lot of work. And it's kind of, I, I've been playing it so much over the since I got it basically. And like that Ibanez, I've kind of put down. um And then I've been like, you know, recording stuff at home with it. And like, it, it doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound great. Maybe I'm just a really shit player. And then I use that, you know, cheap Ibanez and I was oh, damn. Maybe it's just the bass well, is you know it's, it's from the seventies it's got old pickups and stuff it's just
0: I don't think that's it I think what I think it is is I think it's just like it has, it has a super distinct sound and I think that the, for me the instinct was, like. I I the instinct was I know how a bass that like like the bass that I have I know how most like p bass sounding or whatever sounding basses yeah i know how it will go into the mix like automatically right like that's the thing is like i'm like so my instinct was like make this bass sound like every other bass and i was like that's not right like don't do that (laughs) you know because like because i'm like i'm hearing a genuinely like different sounding bass than i'm used to coming in and i'm like i don't want to just take everything about this bass that makes it unique and just cram it into the square peg that i'm used to yeah yeah you know so it was it was challenging for me to to be like well where was i going with this overall recording and how can i make the way that this bass sounds naturally like fit into that and like I mean I you know, probably most engineers would just not spend a second thought about it. They would just be like, I'm just gonna make this bass sound the The, way that I want The go to
1: presets where it Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And just be like Yeah, that sounds I'm plugging out.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Or or as it's called in uh, my DAW, Transamp and I'm like, Fuck yeah. (laughs) Like, that's not what I call it that, I, but I mean, that is what I call it, but that's what it's yeah, yeah. actually <laughs> titled. Um, so they can get around that. Uh, and I, and like, I'm just like, you, you know, you all don't know how your little <laughs> like copyright avoidance there has pleased me, but, uh, <laughs> but it really does. And so, yeah, every, every base is a trans base, uh, when when I'm mixing but um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um but uh yeah it, yeah I don't know it's it was it was real it was interesting and and um and I think like I yeah I don't know like I spend way too much time on stuff like that like if I get a vocal and I'm like and like everybody would just take a vocal and and just like be like how is this gonna work best with like what I'm doing or whatever. But I'm always, like, I was, like, getting cerebral with the shit. Like, what is it that makes this vocal unique to itself? Like, what is it about, like, you know? And I don't know. Like, I'm always, like, I had a really hard time with, like, one record in particular. Like, I won't get too far into it. But I was just, like, I was really, like, no, like, don't just do this, you know? Like, make sure... Like what makes this unique? What makes this with the mixing you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like that's a you know one hell of a tangent, but yeah, I don't know. Like I just I was curious if you had if if anybody was ever like, anyway, can we just like um, plug you in with this with this P bass or you know whatever?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's happened when we recorded uh one of the KDEPs uh flowers and um I had my so my bass amp as well and like the combination of my uh ripper and my like completely fucked valve head basically which to me is like you know it's cool it's got valves in it it's big it's got a you know going for an 8x10 it's going to sound awesome right mm-hmm. and the um the guy who was the engineer was just like, ah, maybe we'll just use my like standard Ampeg head and maybe try this other base so just, just to see. And uh, it sounded way better. So I kind of like, people know what they're doing with stuff like that, you know. Uh, yeah. I trust, trust someone to tell me if they say, think this would work better, then sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to disparage any oh, I know, other I know. engineers <laughs> as much as I'm just like, What I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to talk myself out of doing something like that in the future. (laughs) I'm trying to talk myself out of being like, but what is this? Just the safe option. (laughs) Like what? What is? But come on, let's 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 spend some time with this. Let's really get in the head of this base. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm you know I'm always prescribing like feelings and stuff to inanimate objects. You know, like this base is going to be. The feelings of this bass are going to get hurt if I, if I, uh,
1: (laughs) you know. You know, no one listens to the bass on records.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you would think, but, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. It's like, I don't know. I, I think, like, obviously, um, that's come a long way from, you know, and Justice for All, but, uh, true. But, like, um, yeah it's weird it's weird sometimes how like you still hear lots of records where the bass is just the low end for the guitar part and it's not its own thing you know like i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah 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 i mean yeah it, it's kind of you know it it's, it'd be easy just to have uh like okay. a uh, a pitch shift a pedal or something just to drop it down an octave and you know perfect timing of the bass or some uh, of the guitar for the bass um, but you need to let, let that bass express itself Yeah.
0: So by the time you were 18 and you got this bass, like, were you already playing in bands and stuff? I think you said you were like uh, showing, like, yeah, like yeah. So
1: like, yeah, like, um, so like throughout high school or secondary school for me, but yeah, um, it was um, like I guess I was like yeah, getting into um, you know, music more seriously, getting into uh, Rage Into the Machine, you know, Corn, Limp Biscuit, all the, all the new metal stuff, um, uh, and Metallica in a big way as well. Um, and then, you know, hanging out with some friends at school, started playing, like, we'd go every, like, every, like, lunch, we'd we'd sneak off into the, like, the music room, um, and play some, some Rage the Machine covers. Um, and I kind of carried on until we're about sixteen, and then um, there was actually a, a person in you know, a year above us who was like, you know, I don't know if you had anyone in in, in your school or anything like that, or, or when you were younger that's was like so much. They were only like a little bit older than you, but they were like, they just seemed like the greatest musician of all time. Like they were like, wow, I really want to be this guy. Like he he knows how to play guitar, knows how to sing. You know, this is all his cool music. Um, and then, yeah, he basically was like, oh, do you want to play bass in my band? I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, started doing some more serious stuff. I mean, nothing like crazy, like, you know, still a few like, uh, friends parties and things like that. Or, um, you know, we organize our own little, uh, gigs in the evenings and things like that. Like, well, like after school, um. And uh yeah, then I was like, Well, be cool to have a have a proper bass. Um so that's kind of how that linked together, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. like uh then I went like when I was sixteen I went up to, to like a, a college, um and met some other folks uh there who were doing some music stuff. Um just started playing punk bands basically from there.
0: Yeah, when now, when you're talking about like, um, like playing like birthday parties and stuff like that, like what's this? What's the situation like where you're from? Like as far as like, you know, when you're playing like loud music in like just someone's house, like what's, yeah. what what's that all like? Look like for, you know? I mean, it's
1: not like like house shows be at like are today, right? Or do right. we, we know? Right. Um, I was, I remember it being like, we had to borrow some amps from school. And these are like, you know, little 20 watt practice amp things. Um, drummer got a lift with his dad with the drum kit. And, um, and I think this was a house, like our friends, like parents going away for the weekend. She was like, Oh, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, have a pie, have the band play. Um, and I think we kind of just modeled our way through like three or four covers in this living room, until the neighbors came around and told us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, um, <Yeah. laughs> so that kind of thing. That happened a few times, um, but yeah, we were, you know, I say sixteen, like you know, sneaking beers, smoking some weed, and uh, making some noise. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is that, um, is that just like you know, like is that the is that the way like most like high school gigs go over or is it what like were there any um like you mentioned this like older person you ended up in in this yeah yeah like they're not much older but like were once you got in this band were there like were you playing like youth centers or 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 stuff like that? yeah
1: yeah we played a couple of places like that like so he was two years older than me so when i was 16 he'd have been 18 so obviously 18 being the drinking age in the uk would be when oh, like nice. we could actually start playing in not bars at that time we were played like uh we played a cricket club um which was okay. again someone's like birthday party um someone's like, 18th party and they hired out the the cricket club to use as a space um and we played that there was a couple of the bands on that one i don't remember actually but that's a long time ago uh where else like scout hut things like that you know kind of kind of what you mean like new centers i Mm -hmm. guess but um uh less less uh specifically designed for that purpose if you know what i mean
0: yeah it's just like whatever whoever would
1: it's just like yeah here's a here's a big hall yeah and you could just use it for whatever
0: yeah 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 the in the you know in the in the two late nineties, early two thousands, like the VFW's halls were mm-hmm. real big in like DIYs, like, you know, and it's wild. Like you'd sometimes like the, the places you you'd, you'd see a show, like you, you're not like, well, the band needed this date in particular. And so like they, the, person putting on the show would go down the list of like well this is the best city to like do this show in and well the vfw's book for that night and then go down what's the next what's the next best city and like so it's like
1: oh so the vfw was like the go-to spot yeah like, vfw means if the VFW's booked up on that night we're going elsewhere
0: well or just like or just like what's the next closest vfw to this town right and so like that's how i end up seeing alexis on fire at like a uh, vfw in some town i don't even remember the name of but it was like <laughs> – it, it was like we were we were like – we were driving up and we were like, are we sure? And like because we were like – we were in the middle of nowhere. We were like – it's like that whole thing. Like we went across some train tracks and we had the – like we had a email with specific instructions about yep. like if you go over – this set of train tracks, but if you go over a second set, you went too far, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. deal. And so we were like, well, we only went over one kind of train tracks, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, in the middle of this, like, I don't know, it was just, like, corn everywhere or whatever, and then there's this VFW hall, and we're like, okay. Because, yeah, it, it was just, it was like that for a long time where it was just, like, it was just people being, like, just, contacting the vfw hall and being like can i rent the space for the night and them being like you're not gonna be too loud and they're like oh oh, no (laughs) of course not of course not (laughs) and you know and uh but yeah it's um i've always i'm always curious because you know like um you had mentioned before like there weren't you know house shows like really like you know yeah yeah and obviously uh on our tours like you know we never um played any kind of situation like that and um and and then you know i mean mean, i'm sure it wasn't like your first but y'all ended up playing a house in canada right like and like on uh didn't
1: no 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 we played um no we didn't we uh
0: it was like what was your hamilton show you had a show in hamilton right
1: the hamilton show was in uh I can't remember what the place was called. It no. like, it just changed names. So like it, the sign outside said one thing, but it was actually known as something else because it just changed its name. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a bar. Um, mm,
0: mm.
1: so yeah, Hamilton was a bar and the one in, um, Kitchener was in like, uh, I guess it's, I don't know what you would call it. Basically it's like a, an old, um, like factory building that had be converted into, um, you know, multi-purpose spaces, like sure. had a, had a church in there, had a, um, like a yoga studio, some print <laughs> shops, things like that. So <laughs> nice. All sorts going on. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yeah it, it, you know, in the UK when I was younger, it was, um, yeah, the, the, before it was like playing in pubs and bars and things like that, you'd be playing in. Yeah. Well, not many places to be honest, it would have to be like, you yeah, know, it, it wasn't
0: We're out of town basically yeah. yeah we're going for yeah. it yeah no that's a that's a good time too i lo- i love how it's just like i don't know like i think like we play we uh, definitely, sorry, just
1: uh, just, to, just to clarify that as well like i'm from a very small town as well so um i'm sure other people's experiences of the same era may vary
0: yeah yeah no i'm i'm from a really small town as well like like a graduating class of like 140 or something like that you know um but uh yeah it's it's just like we we definitely had that like where it was oh it's somebody's birthday party you know and like so the mom would go around to all the neighbors okay it's jeff's birthday party (laughs) so we're gonna you know the friends bands are gonna play but we'll make sure it's over by this time you know and and all that but like i and i really like the like you know, just, like, like I think, like, all my friends would have been scared shitless to, like, just do, so, like, to have, like, loud music when, like, the cops might come and, you know, like, um so, like, we did stuff later that was, like, not, you know, like we we did shows like out of a warehouse space we were renting, and we were totally not allowed to be doing that, and you know, and it was like yeah, yeah yeah The only thing that was happening in my town for a while, and it was like, it was really fun, and like it was like, haha, like you can't stop us from doing this, you know.
1: So, I don't know. I love <laughs> Jeff's that. mom said it's cool. So yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, and it's so it's so it's so funny because like if any of my kids wanted to. Uh, play in a band you know like I'd I'd be like yeah you can have a show in the yeah, band yeah 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 you know like let I me mean, just um, throw some uh, covers over my comic books and we'll, we'll go for it you know but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but I don't know my kids they're just like I don't know like my youngest likes to play keyboard uh, my oldest makes uh, makes uh, she makes like a, like it's like like new wave sounding like like and stuff and she had just showed me some like pretty recently and she she's pretty good but like you know not that's not a i'm gonna ask if you know we can have a show at your house situation yeah 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 Um, but yeah i mean i'd i I i guess it's just like it's that thing where it's just like you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be cool because i'd just be too cool about it you know (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah yeah if we're not pissing you off then what's the yeah, point
0: yeah like why would we want to do that Ugh, you know? <laughs> but uh yeah um so like you know you're like you're you're 18 and all that and you're and you're like already playing like shows and stuff but like what um what what was like sort of the first band that you were y- you got like more serious about where you were like writing your own songs and you did like some, some recordings or something like that?
1: Um, so, so me me and a couple of friends who we, a couple of friends from high school, basically or friends who've known since that era, like, um, between the ages of like 16 and maybe like 19, we, we always had these ideas for bands and, and we'd have like a rotating like I've tried out a few different guitarists basically, or like, you know, we form a band with one person do like one or two shows, maybe like, uh, record like a track or, or, or two maybe. Um, and that would fall apart almost immediately. And then, you know, me and the drummer would find some other people maybe and, uh, and do something else, but it, it was never that serious, I guess. But it was the first time I realized like, Oh, like, you know, it was the step up from like playing these, birthday parties of my friends when I was 15, 16 kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, playing like actual battle, you know, battle of the bands, competitions and things like that. Um, um, and like, you know, the, the nearest big towns, like rock bar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was never, I think we went through like 15 different names and I had like three different songs and that was it. Um, over the, over like two, three years, basically. Um and it wasn't until like I went to, to university that I realized I joined a band then and was like actually playing like you know two gigs in a row. It was like, oh are we on tour? <laughs> um that kind of thing. Yeah. Um so yeah. And that was actually was that? with the so that was a band called Marwood. So it's the same drummer actually the from, from my hometown. Like we moved to 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 university together. Um and we found a couple of people, people there who, um, you know, I, I, I think I'd done a couple, few practices, a few random people from, from uni. Um, you know, coming from like a small town where I was from, like, and then suddenly moving to a big city and realizing that like, there's a lot more music going on. Like I was really introduced to like, you know, DIY and all that stuff at, at this point. Like I hadn't really thought of that as a concept before then. Um, And, you know, started seeing a lot more punk stuff when I went to university. I think that's when things changed quite dramatically for me then. So when I was 19, yeah.
0: What what city did you go to university in?
1: uh, Southampton. Oh, okay. So, uh, famous for where the Titanic departed from.
0: Oh, well then.
1: Um, Yeah. So it's it's cursed cursed from then. All right,
0: well, you know, as long as, like, don't head out on any of those ferries or something, I guess,
1: you know. Uh, That's it, yeah. Don't dry land, it was all good. First time I moved there, like, um, uh, the first night staying there and like, I've got woken up at like, I don't know, like, 8am, 7am or something like that um, by this air raid siren going off and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is Resident Evil happening? Is, <laughs> you know, is, shit's kicking off over there? Just because it's like a big city that's got a big, like, uh, port, um, I guess they just test the air raid siren every week just in case uh, they get bombed or something. Okay. Uh, but that, yeah, that yeah, was, uh, was news you to know, you. Like, you that know. was news to me. I, yeah. yeah. You know, I think I'd gone to the, you know, moved to this new city, uh, met some folks the night before, went to like the pub for a bit and then, you know, got woken up rudely by an air raid siren. <laughs> and, uh, a yeah. great start to my hangover.
0: Yeah. That's the, that's the tornado siren here. It's, it's a, and it's, it's weird. It's like, um, I never heard... Get a
1: tornado it. siren.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it goes off like the first Saturday of every month. And it's it's like, okay, so... So, it they have them like all over Lafayette or whatever. But mm-hmm. where I lived before, it was like... <clears throat> you could notice one like if you're like outside or something. But other than that, yep, you wouldn't. It wasn't going to wake you up. Right. But... <laughs> But the first the first um time that went off in our new place here like mm-hmm. I was like oh my god like is this thing right fucking outside my house or what <laughs> and like you can look back in the trees and you can literally see it it is like it right, is so actually
1: like, is, yeah. outside my
0: house and I'm like jeez <laughs> you know <laughs> like thanks um, they had to do it on a saturday too like you know i mean like i don't know whatever
1: yeah I mean, uh, I guess it's better than not knowing a tornado is coming,
0: yeah, I mean, the only time that like I'm in my old place, there was a tornado once where it was like it was literally right down the street. it ripped the roof off of this gas station, and it was like, I mean, it was like right down the street, like like yeah, yeah, less than a minute walk, you know, and right. um and i don't remember any siren then you know it was just like whatever <laughs> but um the but the since we've moved out here and this has only been like you know just a little over 2 years that we've lived in this house but like um it goes off every saturday and there's only been one like oh there might be a tornado and it went the siren went off like for a really long time this time when there was there might have been a tornado yeah yeah and there was like never actually any tornado that touched down anywhere near us. And like it went off for like a long time. (laughs) It was just like, uh, it was, it was just like, look, look, can we, can we just, can we cut it?
1: We we know. Everyone clearly knows what it's like. Yeah.
0: There might be a tornado. Like, just can we cut it? (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a good thing, it, like it's a good thing it's there. But yeah, it's but
1: like, I mean, yeah, getting uh, tornadoes, I guess, are more regular than like a city being bombed. But, yeah, when is bombed? the last yeah. time
0: that happened? And there's well, yeah,
1: nineteen forty-four or something, I think. Yeah,
0: so they're still doing one every every. Uh, every I don't day. know. Maybe they've
1: maybe stopped day. it now since I moved away. Maybe it's just a. Uh, a Prank for the for you. people who've moved into this, yeah, yeah, for you.
0: Sit, yeah, was coming. I mean, wow, me up. It was a bunch of them country bumpkins <laughs> coming in, and... <laughs> but yeah. Um, so like uh, when you said you had recorded like a song here or there, like was this like you're uh doing these recordings yourself, like home recordings, or yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. We um, uh, I uh remember getting um a i can't remember what it was but basically it was like like a 50, 50 pound um like sound card so i could record like i've been re- trying to record stuff before but i remember like doing simple stuff like plugging the uh the the power the speaker out of my amp directly into my pc through like a little headphone adapter and like completely fucking up the whole pc because like <laughs> Putting 200 watts straight into it, and I was like, "Okay, maybe it's like read up how to do this properly before I just start messing about too much." Um, so yeah, I bought like a cheap sound card, and um, like I had a my my brother had a electric drum kit, um, so he he got to play drums in the end after I ended up playing bass. Um, but yeah, he got an electric drum kit, and like because we plugged you know electric drums into this. Sound card, we'd record a track of drums along to like a little guitar amp playing along, and then we would record the guitar amp after because the sound card had one input. Um, so I did a couple of songs like that, and like I spent a lot of time messing around with it myself, like recording some stuff, but um, yeah, never any like proper, proper recording that I actually put out there. Um, yeah. at that time,
0: what was the yeah. first time when you did go into like a situation like a studio or something where someone else was recording? So,
1: yeah, so that was um, this, yeah, this, this, when I was at Mid-Southampton, joined this band called Marwood, or we started a band called Marwood, which is kind of like uh, gruff punk stuff, basically. Um, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too, too taxing, but it was, it was good fun. Um, but we, um, the, the guitarist was like, um, it did like a summer internship at this uh, recording studio in Southampton called The Ranch which is, they record a lot of bands now, like, uh, Roto Svalbard, um, Oh, cool. A lot of these, yeah, a lot of the, the, the bigger, like hardcore and, uh, you know, bigger punk bands in the UK record there. Um, but this is quite early doors, early, early days of the studio. So we could, uh, we could afford it at the time. and mm-hmm. um, we recorded like a little three Jackie P. Um,
0: So what and, was that like as far as like, was this, like, were you thinking, like, yeah, this is like everything that I've ever wanted? Like, were you like nervous? Yeah, well, like, what was- to be
1: fair, like, I was so uh, I'd, I'd seen, like, you know, I I went to uni to do like uh, audio technology stuff. Oh, so okay. I, I kind of knew what uh, a recording studio was supposed to work like, or in my head, what it was supposed to work like. Um, but it was, you know, way cooler than anything we had at university like all the gear they had you know big live room um it's all the good stuff um yeah. and yeah we, we, we do we did three songs in like in two days so it was quite a you know not super rushed um but it gets enough time to like it gave me the sound good um and yeah it was a good good price because it was our, our like I said our friend had been interning there so you got like a, a good deal on it <laughs>
0: How like I don't know. Like it like one university can have a like a sound department and mm-hmm. they will have like every fucking thing in the world and no one knows how to do anything with it. Or yeah. like there'll be like no that, that was
1: you know. Yeah, that's like I looked around like a few universities before I joined and like I remember seeing uh go to some and they were like there's one in in Greenwich in London which was like uh, like a really cool building. Like I think it's in the Tomb Raider movies and like the, um, some of the Marvel movies. Um, like it, it looks really cool. And I was like, ah, oh, awesome. This would be like, like, you know, cool place to go. Um, but they because it was like such an old building, they couldn't build anything inside. So they weren't allowed to like, you know, build the studio basically. So they had like their, their music department was basically like one room with like a, a four track mixer in the corner, and like two PCs with like, uh, you know, really old MIDI keyboards in front of them. And then some of the other unis I saw were like, yeah, like state-of-the-art everything. Like they've got like, you know, 10 full recording studios with like, you know, video editing suites and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it varies massively. Um, and I think, it's, yeah, so the, the Southampton one is pretty, uh, pretty known for its music stuff. So that's why I went there. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't, sorry, go on.
0: No, I, I didn't know that's, that's what you, uh, went to school for. Um, how did you end up like doing what you were doing? Like at least the last that I knew, which was like in, in gaming and stuff, like how, did you, uh, how does what you learn <laughs> apply to that?
1: Uh, so that one, so yeah. Um, well, Long story short, went to university, dropped loads of beers, had a really good time, <laughs> uh, dropped out. So, um, yeah, okay. yeah, that's, that's where that went. Um, spent loads of money. Yeah. Drown a of beers, made some friends, had a really good time. Um, but yeah, did, didn't, uh, didn't do too well academically basically. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so like I was, you know, broke, um, and needed a job and a friend of mine from like, uh a friend of mine that I used to play, I used to play games with him online. So we used to play like Counter-Strike and stuff. And, um, he just got this job testing Xbox games. And I was like, that's not a real job. Surely like no one, no one does that as a job. Um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anyone can get this job. It's really super easy to get this job. Like just, just go to this like uh, recruitment agency, tell them you want to test video games and they'll, um, they'll get you a job. I was like, That's, Bullshit. But I did it. And uh yeah, they were like, it was like a, a zero hours contract thing, like testing, yeah, testing Xbox games from the Xbox 360. Um, and it was fucking awesome. And basically, yeah, that's what my career has become since then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, it was at first it was like uh, zero hour contract stuff. So like when they need you, they'll call you and ask you to come in. So like the first, like I did it during summer. When I was between years at university, basically
0: mm.
1: so I went back to my hometown. Um, and yeah, I would do like, you know, a couple of days a week at this place. Um, and went back to university, dropped out of university, and then went back to the, uh, the game testing place for a bit. And then like, just, I guess got pretty good at it and uh, like got a full-time job from them. Um, then, yeah, that's kind of how I got into working in video games.
0: Yeah. What's what's the worst game you think you've ever played?
1: The worst game I've ever played? Yeah. Because
0: uh, I'm just about being a hater right now, I guess. I didn't ask you what the best was. I just thought... Yeah, yeah well, they wouldn't answer that what's one either. What's the worst one?
1: Worst game of... See, it's different because like... When you're, you know, I don't play a huge amount of games at home, really. Um, but when you will, like, when I was doing my Xbox job, we would test a different game pretty much every couple of days. So we mm-hmm. get, you come in for two days, test a game, uh, finish testing after that. Cause it's like the final stage of, um, so certification testing, basically the final bit before the game's released, just mm-hmm. to make sure that like, so it's all, all the development's done. You're not, you're not really hunting for bugs. you're just checking that it functions in a basic sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we used to go for just you know, play everything. We play like, um, you know, the big AAA game. Every single game that came on Xbox had to be tested this way. So we saw all sorts of stuff.
0: Sure, but uh, which but one the, were the, you like? Gosh, get me away from this fucking
1: uh, uh, thing! Yeah, we had like three days on a um, uh, a Japanese storybook game. Oh, okay. So it's basically just all text, oh, okay. um, and it's all in Japanese, and I don't read or speak Japanese, so it was yeah. kind of like. I'm just looking at a wall of text with some okay artwork behind it, maybe, uh, and just kind of like fumbling our way through, like choosing the random options to see if we get any further in the screen. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was the worst days basically. Yeah,
0: just just like, well, I guess this is working. Yeah, you
1: know, I don't. Really yeah, know. yeah, yeah. We had um, yeah, so it's like we we got no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember one of the best days I had there was uh. We had um, this like, I remember on like the Dreamcast, they had like a fishing rod peripheral. Oh yeah. Uh, but like a little, you know, you could cast it and you would do Sega Bass Fishing and stuff like that. So uh-huh. that that came in, but it wasn't Sega Bass Fishing. It was something else. Um, it was a bit more like, re- like basically you basically just sat down like just fishing for like realistic fishing, like a fishing sim, uh-huh. um, with these like fake rods and stuff. But there was like you know, I think it was like me and like six of my good friends at work just hanging out well i think it was like friday night quite late and we were like we had to work the night shift or something and uh just hanging out fishing for, for three days straight basically <laughs> and it was really cool i like, got a few beers in and uh yeah that's what i imagine real fishing to be like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome um yeah uh so I mean, I guess we'll jump jump ahead a bit in the, in yeah. like your music uh, chronology. Uh, how did you come to play with Laws and Ben? Was it Katie okay. first? Uh,
1: no. So okay. it we were actually we were close to getting to this point before, but I went up on a tangent for a bit. So oh, uh so the, band, the, the band I the band Marwood. So I was playing with this band Marwood. Right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and, uh, I was already pretty into screamo at this point. So I think into a lot of that stuff. Uh, and my friend, another Tom, so Tom Featherstone, uh, booked us to play with, um, Joe you know grownups. Yeah. They're from, yeah. So they were uh, touring from the different US touring. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy, Tom booked us to play with them. Um, and I was wearing a uh, a rain t-shirt. Sorry, I was having a drink of water quick. So yeah, I was wearing this like rain t-shirt and he was really into Screamo. So he saw this t-shirt I was like, oh, cool. Someone else in Southampton is uh, actually into Screamo. Um, and we got chatting after that. We got became really good friends since then. Um, and yeah, then he was like, I'm starting up a new band. Like, do you want to play in it? Um, this this guy Loz will be playing drums. Um I was like, Cool, yeah. Um so yeah, that's how I, I met Loz. So um yeah, we did that band for a bit. That was that was even like the next level up from like the Marwood kind of playing a lot of shows in Southampton to actually playing shows in different cities and um doing tour actual weekenders and, and week long tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that band was, uh, for this world is hollow and these hands have touched the sky. So okay. super long name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know if that was the band, um, <clears throat> directly before Katie. I, I wasn't sure how that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It. That was, that was, yeah. Yep.
0: And so, and so Ben was like in Caged Bird around that yes. time. Yeah.
1: So Ben was, a, <laughs> he's quite a few years younger than the rest of us were, um, okay. So I remember Ben being, I must be like, I guess I was like 20, 22, 23, maybe. Um, we played a show with cage Birds. Well, so the cage Birds had just started. Um, so we went to play the show with them um, in Bristol. I remember meeting Ben outside the venue, like, hey, how's it going? Like, Nice to meet you. And he was like, hey, can can you go buy me cigarettes? Like, not even old enough to, to get his own cigs yet. Um and then we yeah, we played with them and they were like absolutely wild, like like a group of sixteen year olds like having the best time um singing about the saddest stuff. Um, you know, bending like a massive front flip onto the floor and all this stuff off the off some like stack of chairs. Um <laughs> just really cool stuff basically. And uh just became friends since then, actually, maybe not. I think we like acquaintances at that point. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah. But the is Hollow kept going through a little bit longer and then our um then Tom, the guy who uh who started the band, moved up to Manchester. Uh didn't want to be in the band anymore, basically. So we were like, well, we want to do like a last tour with this. Um should we get someone to fill in on guitar? And then someone reached out to Ben and Ben was like, Hell yeah. Um and I was a bit skeptical to be honest, like I, Ben did only did vocals a few times. I'd seen them, uh, Cagebirds play, so I didn't even know he could play guitar. I was like, "Ah, we'll we'll give it a go and see how it works out." Um, So Tom sent Ben some like, basically videos of him playing through the songs, Um, and we got together for the first practice. And Ben had like absolutely nailed it straight away. Like played them better than anyone had played them before. (laughs) Um,
0: Anyone? Not naming names, Tom.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like, yeah, it was like, damn, like you've really stepped it up. So now we have to like, I can't be so sloppy with my bass player. And has got like, tighten up his drums. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, um, um, yeah, the last as well as to, uh, Hollow tour was basically the first KD uh, with Ben. Cause Katie has a slightly different history before that, that, um, is a little bit confusing. So, um, Loz, so the drummer from KD, and our friend Dom started a two-piece screamer band um, while this Hollywood was still going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and they called it KD because they were super into Mean Girls. Um, and then I joined in on bass uh, for a bit. Then we did this last... Uh, so it was th- base, it was three-piece for a bit. Um, did this last for as well as Hollow tour, and then we're like, Do you know what? Should we just ask Ben um, and Chris, who was the vocalist uh, for for as Hollow, to join Katie? So Katie went from being like a two piece to a five piece pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where the crossover there is. Oh, I
0: um, see. And then, and then the other guitar player left, and then.
1: Yeah. Then, then Dom left.
0: And um, the rest is history for sure. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna, I was just like, so the fact that these things all kind of existed at the same time, like kind of ruins my joke, but like, I was just like, <laughs> cause you know, our, yeah, our world is hollow and these hands of us the sky. And then I don't, what was it? I don't want to know why the cage uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, and I'm like two, these two bands have these like extremely like
1: long names. And <laughs> I get, it was the start at the time.
0: And yeah, yeah, for sure. But then it was just like, when you start the other band, it's just like, look, one word.
1: Like, yeah. We're done <laughs>
0: with all of that. Just one word. Um, But yeah, it's. um, And so when was the first Katie release?
1: Um, the first KD release, uh, it's a, I don't actually know when it was released, to be honest, 2013, maybe, 2012. Okay. I was going to say, you will no, have
0: to be coming up on 10 years, if not just...
1: Oh, yeah, this is, uh, it was our 10th year, this year.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds- 10 years, yeah. 2013, yeah, yeah, 10 years this year, yeah. Um, so, the first release was, like... I think it was a demo that Loz and Dom did that then everyone else as they joined the band added their bits too. So they kind of, it, so it evolved was like over like the demo a time. was
0: like ongoing? Yeah. I think, I don't know
1: if it ever actually got like released, with oh, just okay. the two of them on it. Um, but I do remember being in like Ben's bedroom, like recording the bass over the top and then like in a practice space recording the vocals. Um, it definitely had Dom and Loz recorded it first because Ben was basically adding a second guitar at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I remember that much. Um, so yeah, that was the first demo. I don't think that's even... I've got some copies of it on CDs somewhere, like CDR,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that we made for a show. Um, but I don't know what happened to them. I don't think it ever went online anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah I remember that's... Dave Norman did like a discography post. Maybe he put it up. Maybe Loz sent it to him.
0: Ah. Uh. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd have to check that out. I, I, um, I only became aware with y'all of y'all with Isle of Flowers, so I didn't. Is is there a recording online before that?
1: There, uh, maybe. Yeah. There's two. Yeah, so there's two EPs before that, for sure, and the demo. I think
0: I have to have listen um, to them at some point, but I, I'm just I'm drawing a blank. But um,
1: yeah. So there's there's the demo. Then there was two EPs. One was called uh zodiacal dust and one was called something else maybe i'm confusing myself here um but yeah so it was kind of lots of lots of little bits we were releasing at that point i say lots like one ep a year yeah. uh, three or four songs but um you know for us that was pretty good, good it it
0: yeah because no one lives in the same place or anything
1: so no, we've never lived in the same place. Like yeah. right now is the closest three of us have lived, and it's still like, you know, a couple of hours to get get together. Yeah.
0: Um, but you know, this was the year to to finally release NLP. And it was. You did that at Sunsetter, right?
1: So we recorded it ourselves. Um, oh, okay. So we yeah, we did a demo last year, of like a couple of tracks just as like, uh, we were talking about doing this, this record, like Ben's been cooking these songs for during COVID basically. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, they've gone through a few iterations. You know, we had poly do vocals on some of them and then after Poly left the band, we've been doing the vocals ourselves, me and Ben. Um, but they have been, yeah, kicking around for a while. Some of them. Um, but we really were like, you know, we've got, a lot of music here now for once that's that's really pushed for it and so we did yeah we were like messaged a few studios about recording and it was just like we can't afford this like it's yeah just not feasible for us to, to do it and you know ben also did like uh like recording at university um and did better than i did um so we were like yeah did this demo to kind of proof of concept check if it's like, make it sound okay. Mm-hmm. So into like, uh, my, 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 dad's got like a photography studio. So we use that as like, um, uh, a place to record drums basically without spending any money. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, recorded that did guitars and yeah, guitars and vocals in the same place. And I D I'd bass for this demo. Um, and we're like, this all works perfectly. Let's do this for the full, full, full record. Um, so we did that and then we realized like really we want to get like you know as it's the first full length we want to get the best quality we can out of it without spending loads of money mm-hmm. um so i messaged fabian um from sunsetter because i met him a few times at Crimea river fest um you know super nice nice person um and he was super excited to uh to do it so yeah he mixed and mastered it
0: um, okay. and that's where i'm yeah.
1: that from yeah. So the the difference between like when we finished recording the stuff, like I had a little fiddle around trying to mix it, and Ben did the same. We're like, oh, it's sounding okay, like not bad, like it's possible.
0: Yeah, then the, no, the I know. Difference... I recorded to that.
1: Yes, you did. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I I yeah. So, but I had two different. So I had two different versions, like kind of right, and I was like using those two different versions to like get a mix of my own going so yep. i could cuz like i i'm one of those people like i want it i want like the songs were good i could tell that right i mean you can tell you know but like i want it i always want to like get as close as i can get when i'm working on my own stuff like before i do vocals cuz i want to just right. i want to be like fucking stoked when I'm listening to it, you know, <laughs> I want to be, so I was like using like, you had sent me one that had like Ben's vocals on it and you had sent me one that was just instruments. So I was like, uh, yeah,
1: I think we were like in the middle of recording the vocals. I we did the vocals last basically. Yeah. So I think I sent it to you before we finished recording everything.
0: So I had two of them and I was like using them to like sort of create my own mix. And I was like, I got it to this point where I was like, yeah, here we go. All right. And, and then I, and that's how I did did my vocals to that. Like I had this, like this hybrid mix, you know, this uh, like hybrid yeah, mix yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, yeah, but yeah, the, they, they did, they did do a, a, a fantastic job over there. It was, it was, it was like, it was like you said, you're like, okay, this works. But then,
1: the... Yeah, it's like, actually, this sounds good <laughs> now. It doesn't just sound passable, it sounds really good. Yeah, like, um, well,
0: that was unexpected. But, uh, no, I mean, it's probably exactly what you expected. But it's like, yeah, the difference was...
1: was was. Uh, I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, if it sounds better than what it sounds like right now, then I'd be happy. But it really sounds like so much better than it did when we just recorded it. Yeah, um, it's... And I was super, like, you know, we... we nothing was like professional when we did it, it was like, uh, you know, monitoring through headphones and, and, you know, microphones were just whatever microphones we get our hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was really happy. I like, I remember I realized like after I'd recorded all my bass and finished recording everything else, and I was about, and I was about to send it off to Fabian. I like, I, I was like, it sounds weird. Like something's not right here. um, and I was like, oh, maybe I was playing like shit. So I'd re-recorded it again. I was like, it still sounds weird. I'm sure I'm playing, you know, as best as I can. Um, and it turns out there was some, like, latency thing going on. Uh. So my bass was, like, just being pushed way out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, like, super panicky because I was like, we there was, like, a specific timeline we had to get it over to, to Fabian when he had, like, space to, to mix it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was super, like, lenient with her, all our fucking about and... I had to resend him like the the stems a few times because I'd accidentally muted a few parts accidentally and things like that. Uh, um, so yeah, he was super patient. Yeah,
0: that's um, awesome. It's but yeah, it's funny. It's like I, you know, I'm always it's it's like it's always like there's so much time until there's no time. You know, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like i don't know but it but it worked out that's great i mean
1: that's one of the other things we were like again our first full-length record so first time in 10 years of actually doing something that's like a bit more effort than a few tracks We're like let's not rush anything let's just you know let it make it feel right and make it you know be happy with it before we like rush anything out and then even then we still like ended up like rushing to get the, like the cover art like los knocked that up in like a few hours before we like had to get ready for go to canada and things like that or had to get it, get it released so it was like super um just typical katie stuff basically <laughs> of like <laughs> just not not putting well like sitting on a laurels kind of thing you know like ah it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine oh shit we got no time
0: yeah yeah well it was fine though i mean and and uh I it's still my favorite like Screamo L P of the year. So um, Thank you very much. Yeah. It's still it's still my favorite. It's been you know, I <clears throat> I uh when when y'all had first asked me, Oh, will you will you do vocals on one of these tracks though, I, I thought it was gonna be that one that I was doing with y'all on the first tour we went over there. But that song's, probably that song's long actually huh?
1: That song's uh we've reused a little bit of it in one of the songs.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um
0: It just got shifted around. Uh there.
1: I can't remember which one it was. There's we had one of the songs has like a that, that the last riff from that song in it at the end. But um yeah, the rest of it kind of I think that was one we had kicking around for so long between like uh Dude yeah, that was like twenty seventeen basically we we kinda of started writing that song. So it's <laughs> been kicking around for a while. Yeah.
0: Well that was a good time either way. Um yeah, but uh before COVID and stuff, we were set to come over in Plague Walker and do a tour with Komarov. Yeah. And I yeah. know that Komarov is uh, just now sort of getting back to it. So what's trying that that to
1: like? uh, I mean it's it, <laughs> It's been, uh, slow going, t- uh, it's not slow good. Like I think the world's against us at the moment, like, okay. <laughs> um, every time, so every time we try tried to have a practice, I mean, our last gig with me in the band anyway, was 2017 when we did a tour with, um, with a striker, um, and the rest of the guys did a show with, uh, Joliet in 2018. Um, well, I couldn't make it for that for some reason. I can't remember why, but I'm only second guitar. It doesn't really matter anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'd be kind of like practicing once or twice a year, kind of t- since then. Um, we had a couple of different like bassists. So Alan, uh, the original bassist, left. Um, and then we had Dom. So the original Katie member joined on bass for a bit. Uh, but then he left as well because he had uh, started a family basically mm-hmm. um, had a kid so he was like kind of focused on that at the moment um, which is totally respectable mm-hmm. um, and yeah so it's kind of just um, we live so far apart as well right like it's a good six hours drive to see the others so me and Loz live down south uh, Elliot and Jerb's live in uh, Newcastle, so basically the, the far other side of the country. Um, but then Luke's joined the band recently on bass, um, and he lives in Leeds, which is kind of like halfway between. Um, so it's been a bit more productive, basically, since... You mean in the middle? End of la- yeah, meet in the middle, end of last year, sort of time. We've kind of stepped things up a bit. Um, Elliot and Gerbs have been... They're both like the main songwriters, basically, so they've been cooking up some uh, some songs for a while. Um, and we've been like, yeah, let's actually do something with this for, for once in a while. Uh, so we've been recording those songs. So they're uh, pretty much ready. I think it's eight tracks, seven tracks. but eight tracks. So we've got some... Uh, our friend Dean doing some noise stuff as well. Um, and yeah, they're pretty much finished recording. Just needs a little bit of extra vocals doing. Um, and... Yeah, we had a couple of shows booked last month. No, two months ago. Last month. But COVID got in the way. Um, so I think the got COVID. Um, so we had to cancel those. Um, but we the first shows in, yeah, five years or something. So it's a shame. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, like I say, yeah, every time we've like between basically the start of COVID and now, like anytime we had a plan for something to get together, you know, it would always be like someone had COVID, so we didn't want to risk it doing anything. Of course, mm. um, yeah. I think mean, one time the guys made the trip all the way down from Newcastle to mine, um, and we we like take got, got they got must have got here like Friday at like ten or eleven PM. Um, went for a quick drink somewhere, then went back, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not feeling too good." Took a test, it was positive. I was like damn sorry guys get back in your car and drive back to newcastle <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's oh i don't know like i think it's like you know uh, it's not a comment on anyone else's like personal measures or anything but it's like mm-hmm. it's whenever people are always surprised like like i can't believe you all play with your you know uh, N95s on and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, I have to go, like I came here and I have to go right back into a house with a kid who's on immunosuppressants. Yeah, yeah. So like I am I I have COPD, which like, you know, it's like, long story short, it's like having bronchitis all the time. So yeah. like, it's, it would already be bad news for me to get COVID. Uh, That's gotcha. it. And yeah, then- yeah to bring it here like that's just so um yeah we've been we've like the three of us like it's we are like i think i think it's like you know we played with Nate before but like i think one of the things where we're like oh yeah we should start playing with Nate is cuz is cuz like uh we we were aware of how Nate has the same like sensibilities as us when it comes yep, to yep. like and we were and and so the first time when we played with nate and we were just hanging out etc cetera, etc cetera, and i was like wow this is somebody that takes like 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 there the is like, as it, as, yeah. as like careful and and everything as i am you know and and so it's I don't that's know. it it's
1: not something you, you, you don't need to need like, to feel like you need to you're not making a request of yeah, yeah like,
0: exactly it's to, like you know, yeah we're on the level so it's yeah. yeah and but yeah i can't like i can't imagine because it's just got to be especially like you said where you're just like everybody is already put in all this and then it's just like boom shit well here we go again. yeah i Come mean on.
1: well but, i mean what can you do at that point right yeah i mean that's yeah. kind
0: of the world we live in now but um yeah but yeah i i'm um you know, I'm excited to I'm excited to hear the new tunes and stuff.
1: Um, yeah, it's uh, sounded pretty good. Yeah, sounded pretty good. Awesome. Some blast beats, some uh, some D beats, some pick slides, some screams. Pick slides. Uh, All right. Yeah. I think it's pick. Yeah, it's pick slides. Yeah.
0: I used to have a minimum of one pick slide per per release, and I don't know how I've upheld that on my end. I I would have to, like, I used to be conscious about it. I used to be like, there has to be a pixelite on every release. Like, even <laughs> if no, no one would notice it, I'd put it there yep. just for fun. Like, cause it was my thing. Like, and um, I don't know how I've upheld that. I don't I feel like
1: Is it still going? Have you have you kept up?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that's what I'm trying to think. Right. Like, I don't know if there's pixelites on
1: <laughs> Ill Effect. It's Subconsciously still doing it. Uh,
0: I there's gotta <laughs> be pick Lights on Marked. Like if there's any album that Deserve yeah. a pick slide. It's, it's marked. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I put them in real weird spots and, and like, like, it's like, I, it's like none, none of this is a joke to me, but I also just, I, I also genuinely just get such joy from playing a musical instrument, not even like just the outcome of it, yeah, but just like the actual like doing it, like I just have and so like none of this is like a joke or a gimmick or whatever, but like I just experience such joy playing the guitar or the drums or whatever that like I just am just like, you know what would be funny, or do you know it would be cool? or do you know it would be really weird? And just do yep. this right here. Like like how about a pick slide into a clean pretty part? You know, wouldn't <laughs> that be funny?
1: Like I I see I have this conversation a lot with um with like Loz and Ben of like we, we will we'll discuss an idea and we'll we'll try out the idea or practice something and be like, Okay, that sounds great, but is it is it too metal, is it too whatever it could be? Like is it is it and I'm like, Well, who cares? It was fun, like that's yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know got to compromise on these things sometimes
0: it's like when you but it's like when you are talking about like something sometimes like where you're like oh i just did this because i thought it would be funny or i thought it would be fun then it 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 starts to sound like you're you're not taking your song seriously or whatever and that's like not the case it's like but like you know when i was learning to play guitar like the most fun shit to me was this not playing chords it was playing doing weird shit with the guitar you know mm-hmm. and 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 it still is like you know there's this song on one of our newest releases where i was like i want to sound i want i want to make i want to make this sound like like somebody's like dragging a metal bar down a a um an iron fence, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I and, and I was like, well, what, what's the cl- like closest you can get on a guitar, you know? And like, and you see so you, you're doing your little thing where you like, you're covering like the, but you're covering like half ass, like the, the frets down in the harmonics, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so you're just making this little chicka, 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 and, and it's like, that is so much fucking fun. Like that is so fun. <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, the the only downside is you you can't you can only do that once or twice. You know, you can't do that all the time. That's the downside. Like once you throw it well, out there then you like, I've only
1: um <laughs> So I've, I've I've been like getting back into playing music just for fun at home recently. Like I kinda guess of, the past couple of years I've kind of you know, get into and out of it, but um but recently like, the past like I don't know, three or four months I've been like got all my shit set up at home like reset up all my amps got the drum kit up and everything so I've just been like i have not even I was like but my plan is to like record a little some solo stuff but mm-hmm. to be having too much fun just playing things than to actually bother recording it yeah um and I've recently like kind of learned how to do pinch harmonics I'm pretty like not a great at guitar but I've been like pinch harmonics are good fun I'm mm-hmm. like why can't every single note be a pinch harmonic <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're like you're like shit. You gotta like, you know, you gotta just like you gotta use it for seasoning. It can't be the main. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like like look, this band is just it's just pitch harmonics all the time. <laughs> like, all right, I get it. You
1: know, and I'm definitely gonna get some kind of riff that's all pitch harmonics. I think, but uh, yeah, I don't know if the whole band could be it.
0: Yeah, it's I mean. I don't know.
1: They're not even good, like like really like half-assed pitch harmonics at the moment as well. So (laughs) I think that'd be even better actually. Yeah. It's
0: it's I don't know, like it I you can there's there's something about probably every musical instrument that you can like think of that's like it's like you just hit the secret menu. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I think, like, the first time that I made a beat where you're clicking on the rims of the drums instead of the drum, like, it's like, that's yeah, yeah. what that feels like. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, you know? <laughs> and, like, I guess the biggest, like, commercial example of that is, like, you know, keep them separated where the drummer is playing. Yeah, on yeah. A, yeah. Like, cymbal stand. People that blew people's minds, like, oh, you could do that. Oh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's just like, that's so, ah. Uh, that's so like, like I. Mm, that shouldn't. That's why this shit never gets old to me. Like, cause you don't even, like, we have not even experienced like half of the weird shit that people can do. Like, not even, not even, um, n- not even like with pedals. You know, take all the pedals out of the equation. Like, I guarantee you, there's still weird shit that people can do with just like an acoustic drum set or, or guitars you know yep. or or whatever and it's like you know because i mean look i'm not a fan of this but like you know are cool doing this yeah, 2014 yeah. happened and everybody was like finger <laughs> you know like they were fingering their guitars you know like um tap- yeah, 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 and yeah. all that it happened right and it's like it was a phenomenon because people were like oh shit you like you can do eddie vetter or Eddie Van Halen shit in emo music. Like, oh shit. Like what if we do that? So it's just like I'm just using that as an example. Let's not like rehash that, please. Thank you. Um for not twinkling. But um
1: <laughs> Thank you for twinkling, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> still gotta stick somewhere.
0: <laughs> but like it it's just like that's just my point, right? We don't we like you you think you've done it all. You think you know, like, everything you can do. Like, I guarantee you there's still yep. something there. Or there's something you've never done or an approach you've never used. And, like, I don't know. It just doesn't get old. I, I like, I'll – they say that uh, um, Charles Schultz, like, died at, like, his drawing desk or whatever, you know? Like, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm chill with that if I'm, like, down here recording a song and – like have a heart attack and die, like it's cool. Somebody yeah, finish it yeah. for me, though, right?
1: Yeah, like, it's a, yeah. Like to make sure you're always recording, though. Yeah.
0: I told, I told uh, my wife. I said. Make sure Gus Caldwell gets these. <laughs> 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 Make sure Gus Caldwell gets these recording files. Like, Gus will know what to do with them. Gus will throw them in the trash, but that's fine.
1: Like,
0: this is so derivative <laughs> in the trash. Um, but no, Gus, I'm counting on you. Uh, I should pick somebody younger, like, way younger. So there's, you know, because, like, we need time, right? Need time, but I don't know. That's a that's another thing that I'm not gonna get into. That's that's spoiler territory. But um
1: Okay, okay
0: Yeah. Um like also, you know, totally out of uh left field, but I wanna say congratulations on your marriage. Thank um, you. I didn't. I missed Must have just missed my invite. But
1: uh, uh, yeah. It's in the post. Still. <laughs> it's still. In. It's definitely yeah, sent it. Uh,
0: it'll probably get here in a couple of months or something, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll uh, yes, I'll be. Th- I won't be there, but thanks for the invite. No, but um, <laughs> it looked it just from the the couple photos I saw, it looked like um everybody had a really great time and.
1: uh Yeah, it was it was a lot. Of, it was a blast. We um yeah. kept things super chill, <laughs> um. You know, and the whole, the whole, the whole thing from the very start has been like non serious. Not like, not like we're not taking it seriously, but like non formal, yeah, or like skipping yeah. all the formalities and yeah, yeah, just just yeah. So just doing things as as relaxed as possible.
0: Like this is for us. Um, this isn't a whole big connection. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much the same thing uh, for me and stuff. And every once in a while, we're like, like. We we were like oh maybe for our twentieth we'll do like a real big whatever and that was this year yeah and and we just like oh. and, and I was just like yeah I got you this stuff <laughs> <laughs> did you want to do anything she's like nah it's cool <laughs> no. but uh, yeah I don't know you know um, here's here's to you know uh, fingers crossed that, that you know. 20, 20 years for y'all and, and still be yeah. happy and healthy. But
1: um Yeah, I hope your invite would have come by then and you can definitely come to the uh, I'll be The there. renewal yeah. yeah.
0: I'll I'll be there. Um but yeah, I mean uh you know, Katie, the new LP, and uh, it was awesome seeing y'all in Canada and just I mean, it's we got to hang out yeah, for that was... one day. But uh it was it was
1: It was good fun though. It was it was, you know, one was a lot it was Four years since we last saw you, yeah. What 2019, yeah. So, last time we properly hung out, um, so yeah, good to see you, even though it was a fleeting, you know, uh, holiday romance in the, in the sun, wasn't it? Basically, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, at least you got Jason in there with his shirt off, um,
1: making, uh, pasta. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time but, with Jason, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, really, uh, you know what he's like, Jason loves to, uh, uh you know
0: get, half get involved get it, basically and, and <laughs> yeah. stir well, red he was, sauce
1: he'd uh yeah he'd, st- he'd made some some pasta and uh he's wearing a white t-shirt and like just he was making like pasta for I don't know eight people or something so he had a, <laughs> loads of it in his pot so it was super full and he was splashing it all over himself like without realizing I guess Yeah. Well. Like, oh, oh well I guess I'll just take the shirt off
0: well, I'm glad that he took his duties seriously. And that's you know, yeah. That's 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 what's important. But um, yeah. Um, other than the uh, the the new Komarov thing, um, you know, which like I I assume we can just sort of uh, expect uh, soonish, unless uh,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've got some some shows lined up in April next year. Fingers crossed that you know, the world doesn't conspire against this again, but, uh, um, so we're hoping to have it out. Yeah. Spring sometime. Um, like I say, it's just, just some vocals need finishing, um, bit of mixing and that's it, I guess. So then we'll probably just stick it online. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I'm not in a driving seat for this one so much. Um, I'm being told what to do and when to do it.
0: Um, there is nothing wrong with that. I, would i would love that experience every once in a while you know <laughs> just just like like oh i'm done okay sounds awesome you know let me know when it happens but uh yep. yeah um like uh you know we uh, like i could just keep fishing for things to talk about but um i you know should uh start heading off um okay is there anything else that we didn't like touch on or anything that we should
1: talk um, on? um I don't, I don't. think so because I haven't got a huge amount going on right now. We have got the Komarov Comrade songs hopefully coming out spring next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie, you know we've had a really good year this year, and it's kind of I think we're having a bit of a bit of a breather. We have got a couple of shows lined up uh, beginning of next year, and fingers crossed. Well, in fact, Crimea River Festival, the final one in a end in of June. Um, but apart from that, not really much going on. So, uh, I'm looking forward to hibernating for winter, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been good to catch up with you. Um, yeah, we've got days. you know, we've spent a lot of time together. Um, you know, uh, two European tours.
0: Yeah. we are Canada. Yeah. Um, I mean, almost a month in the van. Yeah. Between the two of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, having a
1: great time. That's it. And it, yeah, it's always we you know when you like. Uh, I know we chatted a bit online before, but like, you know, when you, when you meet someone, uh, and you're like, well, I have to stay in a van with this person now for for two weeks or whatever. And I hope they're, hope they're nice. Um, (laughs) you turned out, turned out really good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Likewise. I, I feel the same. And yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I guess like sometimes you don't, you know, you don't know, like, are, is it, is it going to be is this going to be too much or whatever? And there's, it's always been just like, you know, um, I like, I never, I like, I never was like, not having a good time. Like, like y'all, can get rowdy, and it's, like, I'm, like, living vicariously through that. (laughs) But also, at the same time, I'm, like, I am so glad that is not me. (laughs) Like, like when you, in fucking, in fucking, uh, Cologne, when, (laughs) when we, when I come downstairs oh, and you're, yeah. you're like still drinking for the night before. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> uh,
1: I, no, I think I had a few hours. I had slept for a few hours, but I was like, I was so hung over. Um, and the beauty of it with, you know, it me and Loz being the ones who always drive. We always have like a little competition as such, but like there's like a, an agreement between us. like, if you're not driving, then you better be fucking drinking
0: yeah um, because if you and, because if i have to drive yeah like then you should be you better enjoy because, yourself by not
1: being behind the wheel yeah, yeah
0: because i can't so it's like you all had this shit the shifts like you all were yep. you know very dutiful and and had your shifts and, and,
1: those- I, and I think that the point there was to like i was so hung over that morning or so like you know still fucked up from the night before that like there was no way i was going to be driving so might as well have another beer yeah, and or, uh, you know, and, and it was a full, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he, he wasn't going to let me behind the wheel, and nobody should have, in that state I was in. Um, so I was like, well, I will have a beer anyway. But there was one time we went to SEMA, uh, I don't know, a long time ago, just me and Lars and a couple of friends. And um, I think I'd woken up, especially I like, didn't. This was the last day, and I really did not want to have to drive from Germany to the UK. Um, so I was like I will wake up early. And I'll, I'll go grab a beer from the van. So if I get pissed, basically, Loz will have to drive. So I, I got up like super early, snuck out of the tent, and like uh, got to the van, only to find that Loz had done exactly the same thing and was already <laughs> at the van having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had to drive.
0: <laughs> but but it was like it was like your turn to drive though. So like, Loz- yeah, I mean.
1: It, yeah, yeah. Laws was, was wasn't doing anything.
0: Laws wasn't doing anything. Like, Laws was just like, "I'm gonna. I know, Burkett is gonna try this shit. I'm gonna beat <laughs> you
1: to it. Is that yeah. what happened?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: And that was my conversation with Tom Burkett. Thank you so much, Tom, for taking the time to speak with me. It's always a blast to chat with you. Until next time, take care and do good things.